This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 203 of The Real Word. Word is up. Have we done one together side by side? Like, Have we done one? Uh, well, yeah, we've done 200 something episodes, Nicole. We've done them side by side. I don't know. I feel like it's like, yeah. I feel like that's like it's another it's world, another soon, day. I don't know? know. We're going back into quarantine life here. So it's, hmm. it's coming soon. Maybe you are. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> we've got some end of the year numbers that are interesting. And starting off here with, our racket number one, for sale by owner, homes hit 40-year low. So Inman, we'll link up the Inman article, is asking, is it even worth the effort? I mean, I've always said no, it's not. Uh, but this is according to National Association of Realtors 2021 Profile of Home Buyers and Sellers, the report based on annual survey uh, the trade group has conducted for four decades makes clear that nine in 10 homeowners, Nicole, nine in 10 homeowners mm -hmm. are working with an agent when it's time to sell. And most of the ones who don't are simply selling to someone they already know. Is this shocking to you in the market that we're in right now where almost everything sells, there's no inventory and prices are at all time highs that even less people are deciding to do it on their own. Uh, I, to be honest, a little bit. Um, I'm actually surprised more people aren't feeling as though anything will sell. Um, but I do think what I what they're also recognizing is the fact that once it hits the open market, that they could be getting you know 10, 15, 20 offers, where obviously if they're selling it on their own, they potentially don't. So honestly, I am a little surprised that more people aren't trying to sell their homes on their own. I am. Are you? You're not? I mean, the Come numbers have been so consistent for so long that people would rather pay the, the fee to have a professional handle the sale, especially, you know, in in, <clears throat> in markets where, where you've got people that are, I don't know, I guess I'm going to use the word educated, sound like a real uh, loser right now, but you know, where you've got people that are like pretty smart and that aren't an idiot, you know, they're going to go and find a professional to do the job for the fee that they charge or yeah. negotiate the fee. I, I hear, well, so that's probably the biggest thing. They're probably more willing to negotiate the fee. But again, I, I feel like in, in a really strong market like this, like I do feel like more people are I would assume that more people would think that they could do it on their own because, again, like, oh, everyone's just getting offers. I'm going to try it on my own. And then also in really bad markets because they're trying to recoup every dollar that they can. Um, but, no, I'm with you. I mean, I, I guess, you know, people are recognizing hopefully the value in an agent, especially in these multiple offer situations of which one is the best, what does this mean, um, what does that mean for me. Um, but again, I overall, I am actually a little surprised that there aren't more. Who would want to like? Who would want to do this if they're going to move? The average is about eight years. Used to be ten across the country. Yep. You're going to move every eight years, seven years, whatever it is. Who wants to take on this new role of having to figure everything out and 
deal with agents that you have no relationship with. I one hundred relationships ag- matter. But come on, you you you. I one hundred percent know that you've run into individuals though that are just so stubborn in the in, in believing that they can do it on their own, regardless of the headache, regardless oh, yeah. of knowing all of it. But- they're still insistent on. The fact that again, everyone's getting multiple offers. I can do this on my own, but I'm I 100% agree with you. Most people in this situation, especially because we are in the middle of the pandemic, there are so many moving parts that are either relocating or already have relocated, or they want to know timing. They want to know their options. Hey, I want to list it now, but I don't want to sell. You know, actually close on it for 60 days. Like, what does that mean? So I do think that there are there are a few more moving parts maybe than usual in these situations because, again, a lot of people are being, you know, they're they're moving for different reasons than 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 the want. There's moving more because they they need to. Um, but again, well, I don't I know mean, about that. They they a lot of people just want to move. And now I guess. it's giving them the opportunity to do it. For sure, yeah. But again, I, I think, I, I think, especially look here, how many seeing, people are moving to Sunbelt states right now. It's just like, hey, I can work from anywhere. I'm, I'm going there. Right. Well, and and again, but that's also a relocation. I, I, I guess I was considering that more of a of a need, you know, business related, or they want to be out of the city. Um, I guess that's a want, but yeah, I don't it's, know. It's just they've finally gotten the opportunity that they never had. So, NARS uh, survey numbers say that homes listed with an agent sell for a median price of $318,000 compared with a median price of 260000 for homes listed by the owner. So that's a $60,000 spread on $318,000. Commission could be what? Which- Fifteen, $15 $16,000. Yeah, yeah. So 15, 18. Yeah. You, you know, what's the most important most of the times for a seller, it's netting the most money possible. And by giving themselves every opportunity to reach every buyer, that is still with listing with a realtor. And when you do that, you end up netting the most money possible in more cases than not. There are always outliers. And, you know, as the seller, you know, if you if you're an emotional seller, certainly it's in your best interest to have, you know, a, another party, an agent bring you through that process and represent you. For but sure. also if you just don't, you know, like even me personally as an agent, I don't, I didn't sell the last house I sold. I had some, I had somebody dealing with everybody, you know, like I don't want to, I, I just don't want to go through all uh, of those conversations that these right. buyers and buyer agents are going are gonna to drag me through as the owner of the house. 100%. Yeah. Well, or sometimes you just talk too much. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I'm with you. I didn't, I didn't, I chose not to sell my own house either. It's easier to have a, a third party in the middle that you can bounce scenarios off, that you can ask to go get you information. Go ask them this. And you can be more of a poker player that way too than, than doing everything yourself. And, uh, and so, uh, here, here's one of the things that I think was interesting on this study is like, okay, well, well, who is actually selling these houses, uh, as a, as a for sale by owner. And they said it was typically more of the rural urban, uh, homes or, or homeowners that, that kind of do that. You know, these, these people, maybe that 
don't have a lot of options maybe for agents. I don't know. You know, you know, in the city, you know, you know, or, or the suburbs of a city, you know, like there's a lot of agents because there's a lot more sales. So right. more of the talent is going to be condensed in those areas. And maybe they're, they're in a situation where they feel like, well, there's fewer sales, there's fewer agents, there's fewer agents I would want to work with. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, but they find that it's more of this rural urban divide uh, that's, that's happening. An estimated, from, uh, no, sorry, an estimated okay. 7% of rural sellers went without an agent compared to 5% of suburban listings and 4% of uh, sellers in the city. So those are the numbers. Okay. So there you go. Uh, I'm not surprised. This is the way it's always been. You, you'll see if you spend time on TikTok or something, you'll, you'll always come across a video of some idiot trying to convince people to sell it on their own. You're going to save uh, a whole bunch of money. You make one mistake could be really costly and set your family back for years. So, for sure. but everybody's well, got to make their own decision. Oh, absolutely. And I think this actually piggybacks because last week we talked about um, pocket listings, sort of. And, and I think it's this again. I, I I feel like it's the same sort of situation. You know, put put yourself in front of as many people as possible. Um, yeah. Anyway, I I am a little I am a little surprised though. I am a little surprised. We see greed out there, but. I don't mean um, I don't think it's great. I, most of the time, it it is a lack of education for the homeowner to you know nobody's ever sat them down or they didn't take the time to look into these numbers that we just talked about or what would the difference be of me exposing my home to the entire market as opposed to just the few that see my listing in the, in the way that I'm going to be able to market it and just get it on, on Zillow, right. As a book in, and blocking out the entire brokerage community. What's well, the but difference the, but you can, but you can though, you have the ability to hit up MLS though. I mean, you see Fizbo's on MLS all the time too. Yeah. You can get on the MLS and on Zillow, but we both know that the agent community, agent community brings a whole nother level of exposure. Oh, I mean, for sure. So, For sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, racket number two: home ownership remains cheaper than renting, except in biggest cities. Is this shocking to you? Shocking? Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Even with you know home values going up twenty percent in the last twelve months, you don't find this to be a little shocking that no. home ownership is still. Have cheaper? you seen? Have you seen rents? I mean, yeah, rents are think, outrageous. I mean, it's bonkers the things that people, but they, but they know that they can. They know that they can because people are in situations again, sort of the reverse of this. Like, there's nothing for people to buy, so I have a commodity for people to rent. So it doesn't surprise me at all, especially with the rates being where they're at. And it does not surprise me at all. And I think that that's why we're seeing such a huge surge though in investors gobbling up, you know, six, seven, eight doors, even two doors, even single doors. People are, you know, grabbing single family homes to rent them out because of this huge increase in rent. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, it's the whole world is. Adam Data Solutions crazy. found that owning a medium price home was more affordable than the average rent on three bedroom property in 58% of the uh, 1100 plus 1154 U.S. counties analyzed using data from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development and Bureau of Labor Statistics. So if you go to redfin.com, uh, redfin.com, the, the data center, 
and you just scroll all the way to the bottom, we'll show the chart here. They have this Redfin monthly rental market data and you can uh, categorize the for sale property type. If you go to single family residential, Redfin says that the average single family residential rent is $1,836. And this is calculating a 5% down payment, which I think is probably the average for, for most people that are, that are gonna buy. And the average mortgage for the single family residential is 1,566. Now, interest rates have been very low. So as rates go up and as rents go up, this could flip. Okay. That, uh, you know, it may, it may not flip because rents are going to go up, right? If they, if they go up in line with, with the interest rates, but if, if rents were to stay stagnant, right? in other words, and this interest rate goes up, you could see that and, and home prices keep going up. You could see that flip, but you keep, I keep hearing that 2023, not this year, but in 2023, rents are going to soar in this country. And so I would assume that this continues to stay, you know, the way it is. I, I mean, right now you've got to buy a home if you can. And I know it seems scary when the values are what they are, but interest rates are extremely low to get locked into the 30-year rate. And these investors are savages about buying single-family homes like they never have been before. If you have a single-family home, keep it. They want to turn everybody into a renter, as many people as they possibly can. They want to keep people renting single family homes and they are going to buy keep buying up wall street loves single family homes right now prices are at the all-time high what do they know that we don't know right this is a very valuable asset if you can go buy a house do it before you get boxed out of home ownership and i used to i used to say hey sell it sell it get sell rid it. of it get sell your it. money Sell it. But, Sell it, Nicole. Sell your house. What are you doing? And this doesn't Sell help it. any anybody with the inventory. <laughs> this doesn't help anybody with the inventory uh, problem, right? Like whether you know, but it is what it is. If you've got a single family home and it makes sense to keep it, keep it. If you haven't bought and you're looking, don't wait. Don't sit well, on the sidelines and wait for something to happen. Go buy. I mean, we're also talking about, I mean, there's so many things that come from keeping it though too. You know, you could refi, pull your money out, get the money to start working for you, maybe buy another one. I mean, there's so many incredible opportunities now with sort of the increase in property values. So, um, and I think a lot of people are starting to do that. They're starting to, they finally have some equity in their homes yeah, um, where for so long they we, didn't. I mean, I bought my house in 2005 <clears throat> and I finally like have something to chew on where it's like you no longer feel like you're strangled, like being strangled. So um, it is an interesting environment for sure. You can't, you can't do a cash out refinance, which we have seen going up a little bit late, lately on your rent, you know, on your apartment. You, you can't do, you know, unless you own a house, you don't have the ability to do a cash out refinance if you need some cash. And if you, you know, you want some low, you can't go to the bank and just say, Hey, I want to borrow a hundred thousand dollars at 3% just because, but right. if you own real estate, you can. Right. Yeah. You know, so very interesting. 
All right, uh, Marketeer of the Week. This is a Bernice Ross article. So starting the new year with uh, an old uh, favorite of ours. We we love Bernice articles. So 10 highly creative ways to market your business in 2022. Let's just run down the list, Nicole. Let's say if we, we think it's a waste of money or not. Number I one, haven't read these yet. So Yeah, good, good. I can yeah, get the reaction now. Yeah. Number one, custom coasters. I kind of am a fan. You're a fan. Um, all right. I'm, I'm a little bit of a fan. I, like I, for the I, house, not those like ones that get all, you, you know, washed up for, at the bar, like those like cheapo ones that just get oh. wet and crappy, like a real good one for the house is what you're saying? Really? No, I like the cheap crappy ones. You like you the cheap just, crappy ones. Well, like yeah, when you're, right. it's, it's kind of like a business card. Well, no, I don't think it's a racket because if you're at a bar, you could, instead of like leave, like you could leave your coaster. It's like people leaving their pens behind, but who wants a, who wants the pen? It's so hard to read. I think this is actually, I think I'm also, were, I'm also on day six of dry in January. So, so, yeah, has to do drink, so like, I feel like anything at this point that's bringing me back to the bar I'm liking. Um, I actually don't mind it. I, I would. I don't mind it for at the you bar, want for but the, the bar, but the bars get a whole bunch of free ones from their liquor distributors. If you could get it in your local well, pub, but that's, that's like that's you building the relationship. But again, I would just like even if they're just out there for a night, people may grab them, or I don't yeah, know, that, maybe they're maybe they're the a gift that you're leaving behind. I don't know. I don't mind them. I don't mind either them either way. But I'm. No. Definitely using a coaster more at a bar than I am at home. I'm not like, hey, let me pull out my coaster and use my coaster. You use Number a coaster two, at home? And I, uh, yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. Do. Number two, become a walking billboard. So okay. swag. Yeah, basically. I mean, Merch. come on. Obviously. Yeah, I like that. Number three, custom branded tennis balls left at local dog parks. I've never heard of that one before. So you just go to a local dog park and like empty your backpack out of a hundred golf so ball, uh, tennis balls. So interesting. Huh. I don't know what you do there. We have a local dog park. I've never heard of it before. Where? I'm not a dog – in Guilford, right here in town. Um, I'm not a dog person, so that would probably fall pretty far on my list down, but very interesting. I didn't even know that they left balls out at the dog park. Yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to do that, but I don't know. You know, if somebody just threw them all away, that'd be kind of way. I think that's a racket. Uh, okay. Number number four, YouTube ads at next to no cost. They're still incredibly cheap. This, this is a great move. Mm-hmm. Number five, private labeled water bottles. I mean, we have them. We have coffee ones. I mean, isn't this just go with swag? Isn't this part of swag? This is part yeah. of the swag. Water bottles to me, it's it's nice. Uh, to have them in your office, like a good office feel, but they're getting thrown out. You know, the, oh, or you're talking about like the Yetis. The Yetis won't get uh, thrown out. So uh, I guess I'm reading it. They're saying a dollar or two. So they're definitely saying the ones that are getting thrown out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I think where they work probably the best in this situation, I don't know that I'd have them at the office, but that would be something that I would bring to an open house. Open I'd have, house. Yeah. Just, yeah. I'd bring just, the water bottles to an open house or if I was having an event where people, but yes, they are more being thrown out. More of the out. field, but, but no matter what, they're going to get thrown out at some point. So there's, there's a like literally like a two hour shelf life on those things. Yes. You know? I agree. Yeah. Uh, number six, skin your computer. I've I mean, always been com- a fan of that. My computer, is. my computer is skinned. I do it. It's, it's probably better than putting up. Cause th- remember when you first got into real estate, everyone told you to like go to like Starbucks and put up the sign, you know, like, yeah, do, yeah. I mean, this is, that's pretty much what this is. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan of that. Landscaping trucks and trailers. So basically- You're uh, paying them pay- to be on your- on your dollars per month for 10 trailers or trucks to carry your five by five sign or, or to, you know, basically five by five foot sign. I, I would say, uh, yeah, you're basically putting a, a tag on, on these trucks that are going to be all over the community. You're liking that. I love that. Yeah. I love oh, that. Hmm. I feel like it's a little hokey. No, I love that. Okay. That, because listen, where are those, uh, Landscaping trucks and trailers going to be? They're going to be in the I neighborhoods you want to sell in. I guess as long People as they're their grass cut, that's the neighborhood you want to be selling in. Yeah, but pick the right landscapers. Number eight: advertise in the storefronts of vacant commercial property. Yeah, hmm. I don't know about that. I don't like well, that at all. Don't you many just get landlords the listing? are struggling. That is an <laughs> many landlords are struggling to make ends meet. Search for vacant storefronts in areas where there is high foot traffic. Yeah, I'd be surprised though if the listing agent would allow you. Are yeah, you even I, allowed to do that? I don't even know that you'd be allowed that, to. I mean, it might be a good use of time to connect with landlords to try to get the, you know, say they're renting on their own. Say, hey, I see you're renting on your own. I'm, you know, I know everybody's hitting you up for the listing. I'm just here to pay you 50 bucks a month to, to advertise, advertise your myself. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that might, that might work. That may work. <laughs> Number nine, an, a new twist on billboards. So uh, billboards, vacant land adjacent to the highway. You got to check with the city. You got to go through a lot of checking with the city on that. Uh, you know, if you're basically trying to put a sign up on vacant land where you know, it's not authorized for a billboard. So how big of a sign can you put? And that's going to be a lot of legwork to and, mm. and cost to pull that off. Uh, if you can get a sign somewhere, you know, for cheap, sure. But I don't know how much time I'd spend there. Yeah. Number 10, have your business cards do double duty. Um so basically having both both sides of the I, business No, card. did you read this though? I think it's brilliant. He's saying he recommends you going into a local business or restaurant and approaching the owner about doing a buy one, get one free campaign. So you're actually, it's almost like a coupon. So you're yeah. now keeping it potentially for a cu- coupon for a restaurant or I love it. I think that's great. That's like great. Like it, maybe even the agent is 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 buying the app, like a free app at the restaurant. Like we've talked about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Katie so Clancy does a lot, card. Of, a lot of good yeah. stuff like this up at the Cape Cape Cod. And, I think it's brilliant. Or like 10% yeah. off at the local bookstore. And then they're actually keeping your card for that. That is – that is you're right. That's the most valuable I've ever heard of a business card because when somebody wants to give me their business card, I tell them no, please. Right. I don't want your But you're your like, oh, no, card. you got, you can get $5 off at – you know, and then you're right. – your pro- and to be honest, I guarantee you that bookstore would be thrilled because now all of a sudden they have another patron coming through. Or again, maybe it's even like an oil change. Like how many people actually are like oh, giving anything change. away? Wow. Well, you got to get an oil change every every so often, right? Like no, with, like, I don't local- actually. No, no. Ugh, whatever. Tesla. I need oil changes. Anyway, Tesla doesn't it- take oil. Um, down there, but you have a different car up here. Yeah, so up yeah. here in Connecticut, you still need to get your oil changed. The Ford Explorer so. still needs to, to be. I'm just thinking about things outside of the box. I was talking about it with some agents. You know, instead of just always going into like the local, you know, cookie store or clothing shop, like hit up hit up the mechanics. Like look at your uh, when you go on like the local like town. Like how many times do you see people being like, "Where do I get my brakes done? My, my tires flat. Where do I go?" I think I hear that more than where do I get like a good shirt. 
you know? So yeah, I like that. I, I, I like where your head's on that. Anything you can do to collaborate with the local small businesses uh, is a great idea for 2022. So hope, and maybe it's more helpful. than one. Maybe like all your cards have different things too. I don't yeah. know. I think it's great. All right. That's a wrap on this one. Really appreciate you guys. Looking forward to a great 2022. Love to hear from you what your creative way to market your business is for this upcoming year in the comments. And we'll see you on the next podcast. See you guys. Peace out.